Chamai, hello. My name is Derek Shaya, and I am the Language and Living Culture Manager at the Alutic Museum. Would you like to hear a story? This month's legend will be read by Hunter Simeonov. Kida, Hunter. Chamai, my name is Hunter Simeonov. My family's from Akyak, Alaska. The story I'll be reading to you today is called The White-Faced Bear. It was originally told by an Alutic person to Frank Golder in 1907. The White-Faced Bear In one village there lived a mighty bear hunter. For three years the hunter consistently hunted Tagukak, bears. He killed so many animals that his friend tried to persuade him to stop hunting, for he feared the man would get himself into trouble. The man's friend warned him that if he kept on hunting another year, he would meet a very large Tagukak, bear who might kill him. The hunter ignored this advice and said that he would attack every Tukukak he came across. A few days after his friend's warning, the man went out hunting and saw a Tukukak with two cubs. He decided that this could not be the Tukukak his friend mentioned, so he attacked the mother and after some difficulty killed her. The little ones ran away. When the hunter returned home, his friend questioned him about his day. When he learned about the hunter's adventure, his friend tried to convince him to give up hunting once more. He did not succeed. A few days later, while on the way to the hunting grounds, the hunter met a stranger. While they were speaking, the stranger told him that there were many Tukukat near his village. Our hunters killed many of them, said the stranger, but there is one who is invincible and who killed many of our men. Each time he kills a man, he tears him and examines him carefully, as if searching for some marks on his body. He is unlike any other Tukukat. His head and feet are white. The men parted and the stranger continued on his way. The hunter proceeded toward the hunting grounds. On his way, he stopped near a fish creek, hoping to find a game. The hunter waited all night without seeing any animals, and in the morning he traveled farther. First he walked up a high hill, then he walked down until he came to a small bluff. Below was a level field with many tagukat. As it is not wise to attack so many tagukat at once, the hunter decided to wait until the animals separated. Among the Tukukat, he noticed one whose head and feet were white. The words of the stranger came back to him, and the hunter decided that this must be the dreadful Tukukak the stranger had described. The hunter decided to keep an eye on this Tukukak and to kill it first opportunity. The history of the white-faced Tukukak is as follows. Once this Tukukak was a person and a very successful hunter, in fact, he was too successful. His friends became envious and plotted to kill him. They went to a shaman who lived in the woods and begged him to transform the man into an animal. The shaman advised them to kill a Tugukak and harvest the skin up to the joints. He told them to tan the skin and place it under the hunter's pillow so that when he slept on it, he would become a Tugukak. After the skin had been prepared, the shaman and some of the hunters went to the man's chikluat sod house. They put the skin under his pillow and then hid to see what happened. Soon the hunter came back and went to sleep. When he woke, he was a Tugukak. The shaman told his companions that the way to distinguish this Tugukak from the others was by his white head and feet. Towards the evening, all the Tugukak that had been in the field began to separate except for the white-faced Tugukak. He was one of the last to move. When he got up, he shook himself three times and acted very angry. Then he moved towards the bluff, where the hunter sat quietly, hoping he would not be noticed. But the Tugukak approached him. When they were face to face, the Tugukak asked, What are you doing here? I come out to hunt, said the man. Is it not enough that you killed all my family and recently killed my wife? Now you want to take my life? If you had injured my children the other day, I would tear you into pieces now. However, I will spare your life if you promise never to hunt Tugukak. All the Tugukak you saw today were my brother's children. If I ever find you hunting, I will tear you to pieces.
glad to escape so easily, the hunter headed straight home, did not hunt along the way. His friend met him and asked about his luck and whether he had come across a white face to Guka. When the hunter replied yes, his friend cautioned him against attacking it. For a whole week, the hunter remained at home, but then decided to hunt again. He begged his friend to go with him, but his friend refused, saying he was no Tukukak hunter and he would not know what to do. Six other men agreed to go along. For two days, they hunted without finding anything to kill. On the third day, the hunter took them to the creek where he had been before, and they spent the night. In the morning, he led them to the bluff, where he saw many Tukukak, but not the white-faced Tukukak. Encouraged, the hunter told his companions to follow him. As they moved, one of the men exclaimed, Look at that strange-looking Tukukak. His face and paws are white. When the hunter caught sight of the white-faced bear, he ordered his companions to go back as quickly and quietly as they could, as that Tugukak had a bad reputation. The hunting party went around another mountain where they saw more Tugukak. Here they attacked and killed seven Tugukak, one each. Loaded with their harvest, the men started home. They traveled a short distance when they heard a noise behind them. Looking around, they saw the white-faced Tugukak following them. As the Tugukak came closer, the hunter aimed an arrow at him, but just as he was about to shoot, his bowstring broke. The others shot, but they all missed. Why do you shoot at me? said the Tugukak to the friends of the hunter. It never harmed you. He pointed at the hunter and said, This man killed my wife and nearly all my family. I warned them that if I ever found him hunting, I would tear him apart. I will do this now. The rest of you may go. I will not harm you. Glad to be alive, the six men hurried away as fast as they could. The Tugukak turned to the hunter and said, You have killed all my family. I had you in my power, and I let you go on the promise that you would never hunt Tugukak. Here you are back again, but this time I will do what you did to my family. The man pleaded to be allowed one more night to live, so that he could go home. At first, Tugukak refused. Eventually, he gave in. He even agreed to spare the man's life, if you would tell him who transformed him into a Tugukak. The hunter agreed and arranged to meet the white-faced Tugukak the following evening to visit the home of a shaman. When the hunter reached his home, he found his six companions were talking excitedly about the day's events. They were very surprised to see him. He had told them he was going back the next day and asked them to come. They refused and tried to persuade him not to go. But the hunter kept his word and met the Tugukak at the Fish Creek as planned. The hunter and the Tugukak walked a long time until they reached a village in the middle of a forest. A light shone from every Chicxulwet except one, the home of the shaman. This is the place, said the hunter. I will remain here. You go in and tell the shaman that there is a man outside who wishes to speak to him, ordered the Tukukak. The hunter went to the shaman's Chicxulwet, but he found the skin door tied closed. He returned to the Tukukak and reported that the shaman was out. The bear disagreed and sent the hunter back again with instructions to cut the door open and walk in. The hunter did this. He entered the house and heard someone say, Who dares come in here? It is I, said the hunter. What do you want? There's a man outside who wishes to speak to you. If the shaman had not been sleepy, he would have suspected something was wrong, and he would not have gone out. But his mind was not very clear, and he fell into the trap. When the two men came near the Tukukak, the shaman was very frightened. He was about to leave when the Tukukak blocked his way and said, For years you have tortured me and made my life a burden by keeping me in this condition. I demand you give me back my human form immediately, or I will tear you to pieces. The shaman promised to do as he is asked if the Tugukak would follow him into his house. Before going in, the Tugukak told the hunter to meet him by the house the next day. All night, the shaman worked hard with the Tugukak. By morning, the shaman succeeded in getting the skin off, so that in place of the Tugukak there was a person. The shaman asked for the Tugukak's skin. The man gave the skin to the shaman, except he cut off the face and paws and kept them so he could change when he wanted to. 
As he left, the man told the shaman never to transform anyone again. If he did, the man would come back and kill him. As agreed, the man met the hunter and cautioned him against hunting Tagukat. He told the hunter, You may hear people gathering together to hunt and kill me, for I may become a Tagukak again. Do not join them. If I find you in their company, I will kill you. With this understanding, they parted. For the next three or four weeks, the hunter stayed at home and kept his promise. But one day, he met two young men from a distant village who begged for his existence. They said that there were many Tagukat around the village. Many of these animals had been killed by their hunters, but there was one Tagukat whose head and feet were white, and the hunters could not destroy. The hunters in the village had attacked the Tagukak together, but they could not kill it. Now they were asking help from other villages. This bit of news excited the hunter. He knew who the Tagukak was and was eager to hunt him. At the same time, they feared the animal kept the hunter from acting hastily. The hunter made a plan. He decided to change his clothes and paint his face so that the Tagukak would not recognize him. With this disguise, he arrived at the distant village. Here, he saw a great many hunters preparing for a big hunt. Some were making new bows and arrows. Others were repairing old ones. And everyone was talking excitedly about the Tagukak. The morning after his arrival, a large crowd of men, including the hunter, set out to find the Tagukak. They found him easily. Seeing the hunter's approach, the Tagukak stood up and shook himself. The Tagukak's hair stood up straight, showing his great anger. The Tagukak stood up twice, frightening the hunters very much. They said, We are all in great danger and cannot escape, but we must stay here and fight. Next, the Tagukak jumped, stopping in front of the hunter. He accused him of treachery and ungratefulness, tore him to pieces, and dug a hole with his paws and buried the hunter's body. The other hunters were so terrified by hearing the Tagukak talk that they were unable to move. Before they could collect themselves, the Tagukak turned on them. He accused them of attacking him without cause and proceeded to take revenge. He chased the hunters back to the village, tearing them up as he went. He did not rest until he had killed everyone, including the old shaman. When he was done, the white-faced Tagukok turned back to the woods and the fields to rest peacefully. This podcast is supported by the Kodiak Island Borough School District. Today's legend was collected with support from the Kodiak Island Borough School District and as part of the Munachdit Project, funded through the Alaska State Council on the Arts. To explore more Kodiak Alutic legends, visit the Alutic Museum's website to download a free ebook of Unichkwat, a book containing 62 traditional tales. Paper copies can be purchased at the Alutic Museum store. Hoyana, thank you for listening. <laughs>